Being lonely and having nobody around you is difficult. There's no way around that. But being lonely when there are people around you, when you do have people there for you, that is an entirely different battle. And that can be even more difficult. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Feel Your Feelings with me, Ethan Jewell. This is a podcast that I started all about mental health and mental health awareness. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional, I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a normal guy who has felt some big feelings and is very, very passionate about mental health and wants to open the conversation about mental illness. So thank you so much for joining me. And as always, let's feel some feelings. As I was saying in the intro, loneliness is a difficult concept to grapple with. It's not easy. Being lonely is very, very difficult. If you've ever experienced loneliness, you know what I'm talking about. But one thing that I have grappled with for a very long time that to me almost feels more difficult is loneliness in the presence of company. Now, this is something I'm very familiar with. I wrote an entire album about this concept. It's called Loneliness in the Presence of Company. And I wrote it at a low time in my life. And during this time, I realized when I was with people, when I was with big groups of my friends and people that I loved, I still felt so lonely. I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. I'd beat up on myself and say, you don't deserve this happiness. You don't deserve these friends. You should just go home and sit with your sadness. And this was a narrative that I kept telling myself over and over and over again. And eventually it started affecting my relationships, my friendships. It affected the time that I spent with the people that I love and it affected my life as a whole. It was difficult. This loneliness in the presence of company was difficult. But what I began to realize is that it was a lie that my brain was telling me. It was an elaborate lie that was set up by this mental illness I was battling with to convince me that I was doing worse than I was and to convince me to isolate myself. You see, mental illness breeds within isolation. It grows stronger and stronger when you are alone, and it tries to convince you of a narrative. This mental illness tries to convince you to be alone. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the narratives that our own mental illness tells us in order to make us get worse. Now, I can only speak from personal experience because like I said, I'm not a professional and also I don't know what it's like inside of your brain. However, I have a feeling that you will very closely relate to this. You see, when you're struggling with mental illness, your brain tries to convince you of certain things. For example, for me, my brain tries to convince me that I need to be alone, that I'm better off without anybody. It tries to convince me that I don't deserve to get better. And if I'm already struggling with my mental health, hearing these narratives in my head is so difficult. And this is what makes a lot of people feel worse. This is what makes a lot of people's depression worse. It made mine far worse because instead of just being depressed, I was depressed and had my brain telling me that I deserved to feel this way. It told me that I was the only person on earth that felt this way and it was incredibly isolating. And this is a difficult battle. Depression is already dangerous enough on its own, but if you believe in your heart that you are alone in that fight, and if you believe this narrative that your brain is telling you, it becomes deadly. 
So how can we spot these narratives and what can we do against them in order to realize that we are simply allowed to feel our feelings and let them go without all these narratives and lies that our brain feeds us? Well, the most important part of this is a simple matter of self-awareness, as with so much of mental health. I know it sounds cheesy and I know I get a little bit repetitive in these episodes, but truly knowing yourself, knowing your feelings, knowing the stories that your brain tells you, often that is enough. So one thing I always recommend is to sit with your feelings and understand them. Know what your brain tries to tell you about your feelings. So for example, every time I start to feel depressed or I feel sad or I feel anxious or I feel alone, I sit with that and I ask myself, what am I feeling and what is my brain telling me? And often there is a very distinct difference between your feelings and the narrative that your brain and your mental illness tells you about those feelings. This is a very important distinction to make because it is healthy and necessary to feel your feelings and to understand them, but it is unhealthy to listen to false narratives told by mental illness. So learn about your feelings. Learn what your brain tries to tell you. When I feel anxious, my brain often tries to tell me that something bad is going to happen. That's kind of the whole thing with anxiety. I convince myself that I'm doing worse than I am. I convince myself that things are going to get bad, that my friends are going to leave me, that they're judging me, that they don't like me secretly. And this whole narrative, this whole story erupts from a simple feeling of anxiety. So by sitting with my feelings and learning about them and learning that this is a story that my brain tells me, I'm able to identify that. And I'm able to stop that spiral before it gets out of control. I'm able to ask myself, what is the proof What proof do I have for these claims that my brain is making? Okay, I'm anxious that my friends hate me. What is the proof? I'm anxious that nothing's going to work out and my life is going to fall apart. What is the proof? And by asking yourself what your proof is, by asking yourself to prove these claims, you will find that often you are able to control your narrative and you're able to take back that control and stop these stories that your brain is trying to tell you from spiraling out of control. In order to get control on your mental illness, in order to get control of your feelings and control of your life, you have to learn these narratives and you have to learn how to answer them. This will be different for everybody. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't give you a step-by-step routine that will help you feel and understand your feelings and avoid these narratives. I can't do that. But what I can do is I can tell you from the bottom of my heart that these narratives about yourself are not true. You are deserving of having people there for you. You are deserving of healing and getting better. You are deserving of a life free from these mental illnesses, this depression, and this anxiety. And you are deserving of happiness. So don't believe these narratives that your brain tells you. Don't believe that you are worthless and that you should isolate yourself. Instead, find how you can counteract these narratives in order to fully understand the real feelings that you feel, to get to the bottom of your feelings, to understand them, and to process them. This is an important part of the human experience and something that you must learn how to do. Don't believe these narratives. Understand that you are worthy, you are enough, and you deserve to be able to feel your feelings in a healthy way without your brain and mental illness telling you otherwise. So 
that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you need help identifying these feelings and feeling them, go check out my music on all platforms, Ethan Jewell. It's emotional spoken word poetry, and I just came out with two new songs that might make you cry. Thank you for being here. Please take care of yourself. And as always, thank you for feeling your feelings. I'll see you next time.